This episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast is brought to you in part by No Judges Needed BJJ Apparel and Lavender Lane CBD Products. You can use the promo code JJT for 20% off your first order at No Judges Needed and the code JJTimes20, all uppercase, last two items are numerical, for 20% off your first order of CBD products. Thank you very much for sticking with us. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I am your host, Kevin Bradley, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Kevin Gallagher. In a time of in this time of quarantine, uh, many have turned to Zoom classes and online instructionals to keep their BJJ sharp. Uh, but before that need even arose, one man kept us entertained and enlightened through weekly move breakdowns offered free of charge on YouTube. Today. We welcome Hal Gracie Black Belt and multiple-time Pan American champion Kurt Oziander to talk grips, sweeps, and how it feels to have the baddest mane of hair in martial arts. Mr. Oziander, thank you for joining us. How you doing? Thank you for having me, you guys. Thanks for having me. I'm fucking sitting here sheltered in place in California. I mean, how's how are things by you? Just uh, you know, not to get too topical, but we've had the recent we got uh, we got extended uh, quarantine here. Um, some of the counties around the Bay Area have have like lifted their stuff and everything like that, but uh, San Francisco is like I think until August. Yeah, and not to get too topical, but like the you know the country's currently uh, experiencing a, a lot of rioting, a lot of civil unrest, a lot of people. Dude, have a lot to I didn't see that, but uh, I talked to my buddy who's in Minnesota. He's like, "Yeah, they burned the fucking state, the cop station down." I'm like, "No fucking way." Yeah, it's, yeah just, it's crazy. It's, it's like a movie out there and shit. Not, yeah. a, not a fun movie, like a horror movie. Yeah, no, they're happening, uh, out, like uh, rioting happening in a lot of major cities. Uh, and uh, just to uh, mention it off the off the top, uh, 10th Planet, uh, Long Beach, I believe, uh, was uh, completely burned to the ground uh, during the looting. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll try and include some information in the description on how you can help those guys out. Well, like so, the dead Kennedy say, burn your own neighborhood to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that helps a lot. <laughs> I yeah. love dead Kennedys, and I get the, I get the intent, but... Uh... <laughs> Anyway, so, so how, how have you been, brother? You've been doing all right, man. You hanging in there? Yeah, I'm just fucking chilling in place and doing a lot of like little fucking house chores and, you know, fix me ups and going into the academy and doing some fix me ups there and then fucking doing the Zoom classes now. And then um, that's about it. And doing the art and playing drums and fucking trying to entertain myself as much as possible. Have you been doing any jujitsu at all? Have you been able to get any guys in there doing any any kind of rowing at all? No, I'm just like working on my training area that I have here at my house that I'm trying to um, fix up. And uh, so, and how do how do you it. feel about how do you feel about that? Are you losing your mind being cooped up in the house the whole time, not being able? To yeah, do I'm pretty I'm pretty crazy anyway. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I really don't like, I, I mean, I, I was, when I first heard about this, I was like, we're not going to go along with this, right? And they're like, no, it's mandatory, Kurt. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I've never experienced anything like this in my whole lifetime. And I, I've been on the planet for a while now, and I've never had anything like this happen. And so, you know, I, and then I'm, I'm kind of really injured right now. I finally got an MRI and everything, and I got like four herniated discs in my low back and oh, a deteriorating disc. And so I'm like, I'm not moving so good anyway, so. I'm trying to get myself fixed so I can get back in there. Jesus. Yeah, sit down. Get a lazy boy. You're, you're <laughs> Dude, not... I, I don't even remember hurting my back or anything like that, but I started to experience like like mobility problems, like like agility and stuff like which I, I always like was pretty agile and everything. And also I was like moving like kind of like unsteady and like had like felt like out of base and everything like that. Like Like my leg was going to like, like shut off, you know, like wash out. And then, uh, so that started to really affect my, my psyche and everything. I was like, fuck man, what the fuck is going on? And, um, so I finally, you know, got insurance and then fucking got an MRI and it's pretty serious. And I, I just don't recall ever hurting myself that badly. How long has it been hurting for? It doesn't really hurt either. You know what I'm saying? Like my back doesn't hurt, but like uh, I'll, I'll try to do stuff and walk around and, you know, just do chores and shit like that or 
you know, work on stuff. And it, you know, my, my, I can like walk around for like a half hour. Or so, and then I got to fucking sit down. Like it's fucking it feels like, yeah, it's fucked up, man. I've never yeah, experienced man. like an injury like this. That sucks, dude, man. Like I, 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 from someone that has a bad back myself, man, I'm not looking forward to it getting better. It seems like that's kind of a, a common injury in jujitsu. We spend so yeah. much time posturing up and shit, man. Yeah. Or you get thrown a lot and dumped yeah. around at 40 miles an hour and shit like that. Right. Compression and, and, and degenerative disc and stuff like yeah. that. You see, this is so, why I'll, this is why I'll never do out. judo. We're, we're all, that's why I had to stop. Uh, I was like a brown belt and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get my black belt too. I'm going to black belt at this and black belt at that. And all of a sudden I got fucking cut block really good, like with a Tao Toshi. And I was like, fuck that. I'm out. My knee. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm too, I'm way too old to be getting tossed around and shit like that. I'm cool, bro. I get the idea. Like if I got to take a motherfucker down, I figure out how to do it. Like if I got to do it in a self-defense side situation, but when we're rolling, bro, I got nothing to prove to nobody. We can sit on my ass and we can go from there. Yeah. And it, it's the cool. same in judo as it is in jujitsu. It's like, you know, especially if you get some fucking hard ass fucking like I had a Russian coach and he was like fucking harder than fucking it. It was like, go, oh, you know, it's like kill each other. Right. <laughs> judo, not even once. <laughs> so, so you, 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 I'm in my opinion, when I think about you, man, like I, I see a lot of people out there, everybody's putting their, uh, their jujitsu videos up and everybody's going to try, everybody's trying to jump on the, the bandwagon of, of jujitsu's popularity. And I don't say bandwagon, you know, people have good things and they want to try out their booster name. And, you know, a lot sure. of people have good intentions. They want to, they want to get, you know, material out there because they have, they have good techniques and stuff like that. Sure. Tell me about what it was like for you in the early days. Cause I think if you was like a pioneer in that field, I don't I was, think there was too many was other people doing fucking that shit. around, man. I, I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, a friend of mine, Dimitri, who uh, came from Hanzo's in New York had moved out here for, you know, he's a tech guy and everything. And he was like, okay, so, so do a move now. And then he would film it on his phone and everything. And I'd be like, what do you mean do a move? And he's all, you know, just show, show technique and stuff. I'm all right. And he would like put music to it or whatever and edit it a little bit like that. And um, I was just I was just fucking around, and um, you know, I, he would do it like every week. He would come in, he was all right, do it again, and I'm like, all right, fuck, whatever, you know. So it was it was not even like planned or like cognitive or anything. I was just fucking around, you know, doing it for him, and then um, all of a sudden it started to snowball, you know, and then um, <clears throat> finally um, he was moving away, and so he handed it over to uh. John uh, Marillo and, and uh, Brisham and, and a couple of the other guys who like do like filming and editing and stuff like that. And they added the music and the graphics and shit like that. And then, um, uh, then I, I was always like kind of sponsored by show your since like, uh, I want to say like 96 or so when we were fighting and stuff like that. Luke, Luke was more sponsored by them, but bear would always send some stuff for me too and everything. And then all of a sudden they uh, put me up on their Facebook and then it was just fucking crazy. And then, um, it got a lot of exposure and then, you know, it, it, it just went from there. You know, I, I just enjoy doing it because I would watch other stuff like other guys fucking move of the week or whatever. And then um, I would be like, fuck, and the guys are like, okay, and the angle and then the philosophy. And I'm all, fuck, are these guys going to show the fucking move or what? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so I would, I would be like, fuck, I'm going to do like, fast i'm gonna go okay here's your move of the week do it like this and have fuck you and then and have fun you know good thing. so so i i didn't you know think much of it you know i just i was like fuck i don't think people want to hang out and talk and shit like that if you want to talk philosophy we'll do it about something else you know right right I mean, yeah. for I remember stumbling upon like uh, I started jujitsu I think four years ago, and I rem I, I was they they tell you don't go looking up moves and shit to do online and like an idiot I'm like I'm gonna look up moves online, and then I I, I I found like my your first video that I saw was like your side control escape like I think the Phantom or where it's like you're you're able to get that that submission from bottom side control, and I'm okay. like. This like, and I'm not gonna lie. My first thought was, this is one of the scariest looking motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. Because this was also a video where you put your hand up to the camera, and I saw what your hand looked like, and I'm like, 
Oh God, maybe I should do karate or something. Maybe I should. It's not too Talk late. Like I could go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the, the the following was real, man. I mean, were you expecting it to blow up the way it did? No, I totally did not do that. And I'm, I, I like to cut it up and fuck around and shit like that. So maybe that's why people watch it and also have like I'm I'm showing like good moves and stuff like that and nothing fancy, you know, and it's just stuff that's pretty common sense and that works for like a lot of beginners and for advanced guys too. So I like doing it and then, um, you know, and then started fucking around and I mean, move of the week was going to be something totally different when, when I was starting out and I wanted to do move of the week, I wanted to do skits like the, like Saturday night live and, and do like really <laughs> some really over the top stuff. That's like funny to us, but not to a lot of normal humans. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And offend a lot of people and they make a lot of people laugh at the same time. I, I mean, I think when I think of you, though, I, I think of like your unique personality in that like you're your own gimmick. Like you don't like uh, people need gimmicks. You follow me because they need to sell themselves like you are the fucking gimmick, my man. You know what I'm talking I'm just, about? Like you just be in you gets everybody to do it. Yeah. I'm like this all the time, and so everybody's always trying to stop me from fucking something up. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, so like I when when I think about YouTube at the time in, in the beginning stage of these YouTube phenoms and people sharing sharing videos and stuff, like I can remember back in those days, and I can remember watching a lot of those videos. And a lot of times, the techniques were cool, but they were also just so like there was there was a, there was a certain thought process in jujitsu that like sometimes the more extravagant, the more ridiculous the technique, it's more interesting. And when I think of you, like. You were showing like legit shit that works because I think at the time, I mean, there weren't really a lot of legit black belts, you know, 10 years yeah. ago when you were doing this shit. Like yeah. I think you were one of the only ones, man. Well, yeah, I was like one of the only ones in, in the in the in the Bay Area for sure. Um now there's there's a lot of yeah. jiu-jitsu in the Bay Area. There's a lot of jiu-jitsu everywhere now. There's like there's a few places there's still like frontiers and stuff like that where if you wanted to live in extreme cold or, or in the fucking middle of a desert, <laughs> you know, you could, you could go out there too. But, but yeah, before man, we when when I started, there was no internet, and so that tells you how fucking old I am. And then, um, <laughs> and so we would bootleg like videotapes from Brazil, and we would stick them in our VHSs over here, and it would be black and white. We're like, whoa, no way, they don't even have color TV over there. <laughs> and it was because because <laughs> they're on a different frequency it wouldn't come out in color it would come out black and white but we were just fucking stoned and stupid but you know we would watch tapes of like you know uh mundial or pan americans and stuff like that we didn't have any reference to like and we're like what the fuck was that you know you know we didn't even we're like what the fuck was what what did that guy do you know and we were way behind now there's just so much internet information and so much technique online that the little kids are just fucking crazy good right that's sick yeah. i think about that a lot i was watching a lot of the young kids coming up and how it's become not just something that like you said a bunch of stone dudes do in their garage like this is like a legitimate sporting field that kids do when they when they start at young ages yeah. and they learn it at, at that point in their lives and they're so sick i'm like i like to i like to go to the tournaments and watch like the little kids like you know, like when they start getting about 10 or so and stuff like that, they start fucking doing some fucking crazy shit to each other. And like one kid's like, you know, he's he's still he's still using a, a club and the other kid's fucking got a machine gun. And he just fucking <laughs> blows the shit out of this other kid. And I'm like, fuck, you know, but, but it's dope. I, I, I want to. I also want to take a moment to comment. I think this may be the only show we ever have where the guest drops more f bombs than I no, do. No, I'm so. like, no, for real. The whole time I'm thinking, like, wow, Kev. <laughs> I, I feel like I got to fucking keep up with you now. Man. Yeah, just one of the one of the one of the one of these fucking little fucking ten year old fucks got a club and the other one fucking got a machine. And I'm like, fuck yeah, man, yeah. fuck the little fuckers. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like. Fuck is a great word. It's like an adjective. It's a noun. It's, it's everything. Like everything, man. So <laughs> See, you can use it in, in any given situation. You drop an F bomb in there, and boom, just, you're good. The I, problem is that you drop it with somebody like that's a little bit more proper or whatever. Yeah. Like, they're just like, 
We fucking go, oh my God, did he just say fuck five times? I always tell people <laughs> I'm an acquired taste. And if you dig it, you dig it. If not, I don't know. Not you, I ain't changing. Head on down the fucking road. <laughs> I don't I don't know, Kurt, I don't know how much uh, training with kids' classes you do, but do you, do you have to put uh, a quick on it? I, I had special like when I was I, I was doing the kids' classes for the longest time and then um when we opened up Empire there, we gave it some of the brown belts, which uh and they're like, yeah, Kurt, you're you're an acquired taste, and these parents, I don't think they're gonna dig you. And I'm like, hey, you little fucker, stop that. <laughs> you know? The kid's just like, All right. you know? but especially in San Francisco, man, that's that seems a little more a little oh, more liberal tilted than uh, than the man. rest of the world. It's, and, and that's what it, I'm it's surprised they still let you live there. <laughs> it's it's a yeah, it's true. No, it's a trip because like if you go like city kids, like it depends what part of the city. So like. They're either private school and they're like fucking nerdy and just fucking, just fucking weird. Or you get the fucking kids are down in the fucking, you know, in the neighborhoods and everything. And they're just fucking crazy fucking, you know, aggressive, you know. So you get every, all the spectrums and everything, but you got to watch out what you say, you know. And I'm like, hey, fuck yeah. you. Fuck yourself. You, know? like, hey, you can't say that. Like, I can't fucking say whatever the fuck I want. You need to stop. Yeah, you're, you're fine, Bubba. You're fine. We'll edit it out. We'll edit it out in post. Don't worry about it. You're good, See, I, I, I said we got him feeling. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, did, when when did you start training and, and, and seeking jujitsu knowledge on the internet before you started training with Halford and Half coming and you started? You no, I was already training uh, like pre ninety three pre uh, UFC one. Wow. And um and that was because I, I went to high school with Caesar Gracie and, and yeah. He had, he had he had come back from Brazil and um he appeared on my doorstep when, when I was married my first time and um I'm like where the fuck have you been? He's all I went to Brazil and learned my family's martial art. I'm like, show me and he, he showed me Mata Leon and I'm like, fuck, I gotta know this shit. <laughs> and so I was always like the, the guy who did construction, right? And so he got the place and I fucking tore down the walls and painted shit and, you know, helped set up the academy and then started training as soon as possible. And that was that was with Caesar or that was with Hal? That was Caesar. That and then shortly awesome. after that, that was like the 95, 96 Hal came. Because, yeah, my cousin's coming. He's really crazy. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I understand. Don't look at him funny. Don't fucking don't do anything. <laughs> and it was true. When he got here, he was like, I, I met Half like the first time when he was like, I was 21 or something like that. And he was 17. And then he came back when he was like 20 or 19 or 20. Yeah. And then um, he, he was so gnarly because he just came from Brazil and, and, uh, and he used to beat the shit out of us and fucking, oh man, it was, it was hard training. There was, it was like the old school training that everybody hears about and, um, and wishes they, they did it or, or are glad they never did, <laughs> you know, cause we'd train and we'd be fucking each other up. I mean, like hard. And then, um, the next day we'd all be sitting there hurt and fucked up and he'd come in and he's all, and he's all, you're going to train it. Like, no, I'm kind of hurt. He's all. You're a pussy. And we'd be like, I'm not a fucking pussy. And then you'd be back in there again, you know? <laughs> you know? Did, so, was it predominantly jujitsu back then, or was jujitsu more MMA based? Were there usually strikes and, and, and other things incorporated when be, you trained? Because of, uh, because of uh, the, the UFC being there and everything, uh, a lot of people wanted just to learn the jiu-jitsu side but a lot of people wanted to learn self-defense and which is really cool which i got to do a lot of self-defense lessons uh, i was always the uki or the throwing dummy or whatever chew toy and then um and so i would i would get to do a lot of the self-defense and then of course i got to do a lot of the mma because half was fighting and i had to be the chew, chew toy again and and i learned a lot of stuff being beaten the shit out of I bet that sucked. <laughs> I bet that sucked so bad. I can't think of a of a fate worse in life than having to be one of like how crazy he's training partners when he's getting ready for an MMA fight. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, and the closer it gets to the fight, it just gets gnarlier and it's just fucking holy shit. But then <laughs> then you know why the guy across the ring is like going, Holy fuck, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> 
That's great, man. That's great, man. So, oh so back back in those days, back in the early in the early early days when you started training, man. Talk a little bit more about like the culture of the gym, about how things really ran. Because you know, I came up a little bit when I first when I first started training. Like I was started in like two thousand nine, which you know was still kind of pre the new kind of friendlier, more inviting mainstream jujitsu area. It was it hadn't it's not quite what you went through, but it was still kind of the law of strong survive. They just put you in a room. If you made it, you made it. If not, sorry about it. We you come back next time. Tell us yeah. a little about how things were like back in those days. It we didn't we had kind of like it was cool because it wasn't like bow to your master, bow on the mat, all white geese, you know, kiss our ass, you know, it, it was more like come in, say hi to your teachers, say hi to your fucking peers shut your mouth, fucking train, you know? And, um, I appreciate that. And that's, that's kind of like the way I, I do, I do my academy. It's like, you don't have to come in and fucking bow here and bow there and bow to the pictures on the wall. And, you know, a lot of etiquette, I think etiquette is good, but I like common sense etiquette's like, come in, you know, say hi to everybody, have a clean gi on, you know, don't fucking rough up the fucking new guys, you know, just common sense shit like that. You know, the hard, the hardcore guys know who to train with, if you want to fucking go hard, you know, and then other guys don't fuck up everybody. So they fucking quit, you know? Um, but yeah, we don't have that much like bow on the mat, bow off the mat, you know, wear slippers in the fucking bathroom, pick up your fucking mess, you know, nothing, nothing extravagant like that. And that totally depends on, who you got from Brazil or and where they came from, you know? And so it, it, it always seemed to be that like a little bit more, you know, the, there was always going to be the more traditional, you know, bowing and, 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 and more traditional etiquette. And you also had the, the kind of like, Hey, we just come in here and you, you earn your respect. And I, I'm a little bit, I'm a, I, I don't mind the traditional parts. I think it's cool. I get the idea of a martial art. I'm cool with that. I just, in my opinion, I, I respect more, the avenue where you earn that respect and you earn that 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 uh, that honor by going out there and earning it on the mats or in the battlefield, and then you know, like you respect Half not because you bow to him because his pictures on the wall. You respect you respect Half because he's the baddest motherfucker in the room. Fucking a, and he'll fucking chase you. Right, exactly, one hundred percent. And it's and then like you don't respect. It's not even out of fear anymore. You respect <laughs> because that's what you're that's what you're going after. There's a hierarchy that's developed upon that. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, actually, real quick, I um not not to delve too deep into it, but you know, Half, you know, I'm only saying this just because his name keeps coming up. He's uh, been in the news uh, quite a bit the past few years. Oh uh, yeah, you know, and uh, I know you you had, like before that you and him had had a, a bit of a falling out. When's the last time you spoke to him? I haven't spoke to him since I left. So yeah, I haven't seen him or anything. But I, you know, I I look at the the feeds and stuff every now and then. I really don't look at too much jujitsu on, online or anything. I just saw that what happened at the tournament. And I was like, oh, that's not going to go well. I was I was actually there that day. I wasn't at I was in that tournament. It was the the Nogi Worlds. I was competing in it and I I wasn't there when it happened, but I was there when it all went down. And I remember the, the, like the, the day it went down. I remember everybody talking, dude. Half just beat the shit out of fucking uh, what's his name from Fa Fabio from fucking yeah. yeah it, was, it was crazy. And then it hit the fucking news like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and he the the best part was like he escaped and then took his private jet to Mexico. And I'm like, wow, that's a fucking good story. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That's like that's some, that's some dude. That's some fucking outlaw shit right there, man. It's like fucking private jet and shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh man, how much coke is on the jet, man? <laughs> it's like private jet, man. He's doing really good. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, I love it. That's like that. if I hear a friend of mine uh, assaulted a guy and then escaped on a private jet. My first thought is, oh man, Craig must be doing really well if he's got a private jet. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about. The crime he just committed. Um, now he's that's that's pretty old news. Do you have any uh, thoughts on your relationship now? You know, I know that you you guys that's done. You know, you you and him had your your little spat publicly over social media. A lot of people were interested in how that that whole thing went down. Uh, do you have any feelings about it now? Um, uh, it, it it really fucked with me for a long time, and so it was really a tough decision. And I was just like, 
I pretty much had had it and I was kind of going through some other stuff too at the same time. And then that stuff didn't help and it just exacerbated it. And that's a big fucking word for you. <laughs> and, then, yeah, nice work, nice work. and then, um, so I finally, you know, did a decision to fucking, you know, try something else. And then, uh, that was about it. I just, you know, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, this is situation was so fucked up. It just like fucking me up. And I had to get, I had to get sent to camp and shit like that. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's, it's tough, man. I coming from someone that's been through that before my, and my own, my own, you know, jujitsu journey. Like when, when you get to a certain point, like it's very difficult sometimes to continue on because you, when you get your black belt, like, to a certain extent, like you don't, you know, when when you're blue belt, when you're a fucking purple belt, like you think of your black belt instructor as like a god, you know, like he's like the Wizard of Oz, man. You know that motherfucker is like everything, and every word he says is like gospel to you, and you hang off of that because you're you're still kind of drinking the Kool Aid a little bit, you know. But oh when, yeah, I drank two cups. Yeah, when when you get your black belt, you you know you still respect him for the great martial arts that he is, but you kind of see behind the curtain a little bit. You know what I mean? You start to realize, Hey man, like this is cool, but like, you're not really like a God. And sometimes that, that's a difficult thing because loyalty runs deep. You're still loyal to the person because he taught you everything you needed, but there's a certain extent, man, it's, you got to do what's right for your life and you can't continue to be subordinate and loyal to someone, even though they taught you everything, you know, like, you know, you still kind of met, you're still, they taught you everything, but you still kind of like, found your own journey along the, along sure, the way and too, then, you know? like and after you know you you reach a certain point it's like okay I, i'm no longer i'm still subordinate but, but then again I'm, I'm first in command after you and so you know some shit's got to be like this and and then it, it, it just would not ever like straighten out the way i, I thought it should like like morally or whatever like what i believe you know and stuff like that and so I yeah i mean you you're the one running this fucking school, man. You're like, you should be able to make some calls on, on daily operations. You're there every goddamn day. You're the, yeah. you're the one doing the whole fucking and thing. And instead, they, they started doing like, trying to like replace me or put in a management team to, to be there and manage me all the time. And I was like, fuck, man. I did, I've been doing this just fine by myself. How, how the fuck are these guys going to come in here and fucking tell me right. what to do and shit? So that was kind of last, the last straw. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Like I, from the horrible thing is, is like I can see it from both sides. You know, I could see why Rife would be upset, but I could also see why it's time for you to move on. And sometimes in life, you know what? Like, unfortunately, like I will always love you and respect you, but it's time for me to do me and you to do you because I, first and foremost, I have to be happy, and you're not going to be happy with me being miserable either. So, like, exactly, let's, that let's was call it fucking. Like, dude, that's what I thought. I was just like, fuck, I'm fucking miserable here, and it's not. It's not. It's not a good miserable because I'm just fucking medicating myself right. on purpose. Yeah, that's that's where all that creatone. What, how you say it? Creatone, whatever the fuck the word is. Creatone. Creatone. That's where all that shit. Like it's a it's an it's a cool word when you when you think about it. But when you start getting a little bit, you start getting your own block belt, and you start getting a little bit farther down the road. You're like, all right, man. Like I will always respect you, and I would never knowingly do something to to harm you. But at the end of the day, like I gotta I gotta move on with my life, man. You know? Yeah. So. I, uh, that was kind of like their fear the whole time that I would, I would do something like that. And I was just like, no, I, I'm fucking here trying to fucking blow this fucking school up and fucking make us fucking world famous and shit like that. And then uh, I was just like, fuck, I'm fucking out. And so, so now I got empire with Jake and, and, and it's fucking, it was doing really good right before this fucking COVID fucking bullshit. Yeah, and then, man. um, and then uh, now we're just, you know, we're waiting on uh, getting that that clearance, and then we'll go back to doing our shit. You know, we we made we make some really good guys, and man, they fucking podium and they're fucking first place. You know, it's like pretty fucking good testament to to what we're teaching the guys and how we how we how we make them. And um, and so we got a really cool academy. It's fucking doing well and and i can't wait to get back in there and now i'm just doing those zoom classes and i see some <laughs> of the students and they're like where are you and i'm like it's fucking hotter than shit out here in the east bay man it's 100 degrees you know and so they're in the city and i rarely drive into the city it's like really expensive to drive like gasoline wise and then toll and fucking parking and fucking so the zoom classes are the fix for right now 
Yeah, that's. I think that's the thing that that, that most of our my jujitsu buddies are talking about. Like, it's you know, it ain't the same. It kind of sucks, but it's all we got right now. And you got to do oh, something man. to at least keep the interest up. Yeah, I mean, my uh, my gym is. <clears throat> I'm really lucky. I'm over in uh, on the Jersey coast right now, and uh, my gym is starting back up with in person classes tonight. We're we're only doing like fitness like agility pliability stuff like no no jujitsu it's it's all no gi you're not you know, don't show up in your gi but it, and i think the main part of it is we're getting to see each other in in person in the gym and that's and, like but even if we're don't not, touch each other no yeah. we can't do it but like we can't high five which is a bummer like, today but, today we get to go back to rolling today in florida we're back on oh today. you lucky yeah. son of a wow. bitch my knees jacked though i can't roll to the end of the week I just, i'm getting oh that sucks man i'm sorry <laughs> so talk talk to me a little bit because I, I i some of the interviews i've heard from you and some of the connections some of the things i've heard you talk about you, you talk very highly and you also talked about your experiences being um being house uchi in in self-defense applications of jiu-jitsu tell me a little bit about how you feel the important what do you feel the importance of of self-defense minded jiu-jitsu and if you feel like the current avenue of self of, of jiu-jitsu's sporting application still holds true to those ideals this the sport aspect will definitely like you know save you in a in a fight or something like that but i mean truly like I, I didn't do any jujitsu when I was a bouncer. I, I did all self-defense and it's just, it's just really, really effective, especially if you, if you practice it a lot, it's like people will grab you certain ways in, in certain situations. And, and that's, that's why there's such a, a testament to the Gracie jujitsu self-defense. Uh, you know, it, it really works. I mean, if somebody's coming at you with a chair or a pipe or, or they, grab you by your shirt or they're pulling you back or, you know, all those things, uh, they all apply. And then, and they, they'll, they'll apply in sports jujitsu also. So the question I'll ask you is this, and this is where I always talk about when I talk about like why I believe that jujitsu is the most effective form of martial arts. And a lot of times I don't think it's because of the techniques we learn. I, I think that it's because we're able to train at such a high level that imitate what a real life fighting circumstance is going to be like over and over and over again, where we're upon now we learn to think and maintain our control because we're accustomed to those. You know I mean? You're learning how to deal with I, I totally agree with that. I so totally agree with that. Based upon that, like I, when, when, when you're training self-defense uh, techniques, like obviously you can't train them 100%. So do you feel like the, like a combination of the two is the real key to, to, to be able to make yourself as, as, as equipped and ready for, for a self-defense situation? Sure, absolutely. I mean, you can train as hard as you want without fucking punching each other. That's a big edge, you know what I'm saying? But if somebody fucking clips you really hard and you're not used to getting fucking punched yeah. in your face, it, it could, like, throw you off and then, you know, you, you lose your shit. You lose your shit. Um, but... I, I think there is a good balance. I think you should know the self-defense aspect of it because that that keeping that in your head will will really save your ass. I mean, like like there was a lot of times in the clubs where you had to make people move when they didn't want to move, and they would put their hand on your chest or you know go to push you or or whatever you know or swing on you, and you close the distance really cool, really easily. And those are really like key aspects too. To, to Gracie Jiu-Jitsu is like closing that distance really good when a fucker swings at you. Yeah, man. I, I personally, I, I think about that a lot. Like, I've never done any, you know, I know some dumb shit that I learned from Hoist when he came out and he'd teach a seminar with, 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 at our gym here and there. I know a couple, like, arm, arm locks and shit like that from somebody pushing you and how to block and throw a fucking hip toss and shit like that. But I'd really like to spend some time, you know, as a black belt, you know, drilling some of these self-defense techniques so i can honestly say that like yeah i'm not just teaching some shit i learned on a facebook you know or a youtube clip or something like that or something i learned here and there i want to say that i've really developed a, a true knowledge enough to be able to express yeah. that knowledge onto my students man no it's it's cool because I, i'll do like like uh rape safe uh classes and i'll do you know women's self-defense and stuff like that and the, Girls aren't aren't gonna scrap. The ones that want to scrap are in the regular class, you know what I'm right. saying? But 
but but most girls, you know, they're just fucking trying to get to their car or whatever, you know. So it's really, really important that they do that, that, that aspect. And, and the only way doing that and being proficient at it is doing it a lot, you know, just like fucking 10,000 hours, man. You get only get good at shit after you do it for a while. So do you, do you think you can still become proficient enough to really protect yourself just by doing that alone? Just by self-defense alone? Yeah. 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 For sure. That's cool. I, I mean, because I think about that a lot. I, you know, I, no, for sure. I, I, like, I weigh those like two things some, out. If, that's that's what uh, information is. It's just an edge, right? So, like, I mean, if some person comes up to you and goes, "Hey, give me your fucking whatever," and grabs you by the wrist, or fucking they try to, you know, kind of like strong arm you and like push you against a wall or whatever. Uh, one of my students was walking down the middle of the tenderloin. <laughs> which is like rough bro i don't think you understand <laughs> it's like you went into a fucking zombie apocalypse with heroin and, uh, <laughs> and crack and so like he's walking down the street and this guy like shoves him against the wall and, and and did a thing and then you know my my student ducked out and had him against the wall and a fucking arm lock you know and the guy was like whoa you know you know so you go, Kurt, that shit works. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that shit works. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to show you shit that doesn't work? What the fuck? I would, just, I would love to see one of your students go, Kurt, I tried your self-defense stuff. Oh, yeah? How'd it go? Oh, well, he pulled guard into X-guard, uh, X, uh, X swept X, me, and then I inside heel hook. Like, I want an event horizon where enough people know jujitsu. That but, you, like you just gotta be able to to, to go. That and totally guard. started happening. Like like that totally started happening like years ago. Like before we go out there and we were like little fucking blue belts and we just fucking do violent atrocities against people. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so and then and then you know like as as the evolution just like humans that we are you know all of a sudden you know you'd see other guys getting fucking scrapped and a guy fucking grab a guillotine and jump to fucking guard try to choke him in the bar and we'd be like no way but yeah <laughs> not everybody's everybody knows something now you know and it's on tv so much that you know the even the the, the dumbasses that they think that they know something but sometimes half fucking half an idea is dangerous you know what i'm saying yeah, no shit, dude. No shit. Two stripe man. white belt Kurt out here committing war crimes. <laughs> what do, no, What do you no say? What do you say to like jujitsu guys? Because I I see a lot, I and mean, there's 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 this there's kind of like feel that I feel a lot when I see jujitsu guys that that thinking you know, again. I I like 100 believe that jujitsu is the greatest martial art for self defense. I I will I stand by that. I put my stamp on it one all the time. But I also don't believe that people that train other martial arts are wasting their time. Like I don't believe someone that's a that's a high level black belt in karate or taekwondo oh, no, wasted the entirety of their time. Don't karate chop your ass. Fuck. Right. Man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it's different because again, what makes jiu-jitsu great is the fact that we can train full go and you learn how to you learn how to have that fucking killer killer instinct and maintain control. But like I what what do you say to a lot of these like these guys that that have this maybe even like a Deluded sense of their own Delusional? safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it usually happens where, you know, something like, uh, how can I say, uh, uh, an event happens publicly or whatever or when they were out, and, and then they usually appear at a jiu-jitsu academy and they go, fuck, you know, I'm fucking third Dan fucking karate guy, and this guy fucking threw me on the floor and choked the shit out of me. I'm like, yeah, he didn't want you to fucking chop it and you don't want a karate chop. You don't want you to kick him in the nuts either. And so he fucking threw you on the floor and choked you. And so that's where you get the, the smart ones that, that realize that that is an uh, aspect of, of their martial training that, that was flawed or missing, you know? So, and then me, I, I did my black belt. You know, I, I did everything up until black belt. And then I go, okay. Now I'm going to learn how to fucking kick and punch, you know? And so then I started doing boxing I still do boxing. And then I, I, I went and got hooked up with Chris Cariasa, who was in the UFC and he was a, one of my, one of my guys. And I went over to his gym and he, he goes, okay, now hang out with these Thai guys. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, Oh, you suck. You know? 
but but even after I got good at it and everything, they still go, oh, sweetheart, you you are so bad. But 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 I learned how to do everything, and I I acquired the information that 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 I did with jujitsu in ten thousand hours, and plus that plus probably another ten on that. But I got ten thousand in jujitsu. I got ten thousand in boxing. I got ten thousand in fucking Muay Thai, and then I wanted to do the ten thousand in fucking judo. But that after my knee blew up and everything i was just like fuck i can't risk fucking getting fucked up at judo <laughs> i can't i can't think it's too many other things wrestling's tough but i don't think there's anything as, as rough on your body as judo man That's wrestling fucking wrestling's fucking tougher than shit too and it'll fuck you up too but man there's something about fucking judo because when you fucking twirling through the sky those guys will fucking rotate and land on their bellies yeah you know like a fucking cat and uh and um yeah we were just it was just a fucking hard class, so maybe it was maybe it was because I was with all the fucking Croatians and Russians and fucking Armenians. But those guys was like every, every practice was like you were fighting for food. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. So <laughs> your 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 father was a was a professional soccer player in Germany, right? I, I remember he was, I remember a, he was a soccer player and he came over here in the United States uh, at nineteen or something like that, and um. Went to USF, which is like the big college here in San Francisco. Yeah. And um, they went on to win uh, the collegiate title and everything else. And then he he eventually became the assistant coach with USF. And that kind of put him up there. And then he started doing like what I what I started doing, which he, can't, he couldn't believe either. He's like, all right, it must be an oceaner gene because I did seminars for soccer. And now you do seminars for your thing. And your grandfather did seminars for fucking machines. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so <laughs> he, he ended up excelling so much and, and getting really good. And he, they gave him the West coast team where, where you, you select all the West coast and then meet up with the North and the East and the South and everything like that. And then you go up to, to Olympic training center in Colorado. And then you put together the, the best of the best. Right. And then he eventually became a, a Olympic team coach and the, and the and then also the the uh, national team coach for the United States, and then went on to coach a lot of fucking soccer teams in, in the uh, pro league for like the Galaxy and um, Tampa Bay Rowdies and hey, uh, San Jose San Jose Earthquakes. I would, we, I'm a huge Rowdies fan. I'm from I'm in Tampa right now, man. We used to like the Rowdies are huge back in the day. Yeah, that was yeah, a big thing. Yeah. So so I grew up playing soccer, and I played soccer a lot. Yeah. As soon as I, as soon as I came out, of my mom, I was flew into soccer shoes and I had a Bayern Munich fucking shirt on. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did easily ten thousand hours in soccer before I was like twelve or something like that. That's funny, dude. And then uh, I went on to fucking become a crazy rock and roll stoner and fucking at about I think twenty, I go, Dad, I'm not playing soccer anymore. And he's like, What? Well, yeah, I'm gonna go be a lead singer for a band. And he looked at me like I told him I was queer. <laughs> <laughs> he's in san francisco you get away with that you're good baby. you're fine don't worry you're fine kev's heads are gonna explode we're, we're good baby. we keep talking about it. it's fine it's it. so, yeah. but yeah my dad's a, my dad's a high level high level soccer coach and he still coaches to this day he coaches the uh, under 16 and under 18 team down in blackhawk which is like a the bougie uh rich kid area so yeah that, that's still doing it that's 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 do you do you feel like um that athleticism and that 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 god-given talent that you probably have genetically from from your father and from your grandfather and those genes do you feel like that's helped you in absolutely. your career yeah absolutely yeah it's so how much so it's you know you talk a lot about like jujitsu is the ultimate you know uh you know equalizer like but you know it's it's nothing like it's obvious that like yeah if you have two good two dudes that are skilled and one of them is a world class athlete and one of them's not you know you're probably going to give the nod to the world class athlete like how much do you feel like athleticism really like plays in yeah no no just to just to, just to sort of play off that real quick like me and Kevin are about the same skill level but he's a little. <laughs> He's a little more athletic than me, and that's why he would win. You know, like, he's lucky like, that fucker's in New Jersey. I'm gonna come find you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come find you, Blue Belt. Keep talking shit. Oh jeez, why do I do this to myself? Uh, <laughs> athleticism it definitely 
I mean, it can be trained too. Like my dad's, my dad used to tell me, you know, I go, fuck, those guys are so good. How am I supposed to keep up with them? And he's all, just got to fucking work harder, you know? So you can, you can work harder and, and be just as talented as a person who's, who's naturally gifted. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you would have to put in the hours and, and definitely, you know, struggle a lot, but it's not impossible. But, you know, there's some people, they're, they're anomalies. They're just fucking, they are fucking athletic and they're smart and they're good at what they do. And, and they trained, you know? Yeah. I, I think about that a lot because that's one of the things I always kind of tell myself too because I always hear people say shit like, well, that dude's just fucking tough, man, or that dude's just fucking super athletic. And I think to myself, like, one of the beautiful things about jujitsu and and, and 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 being a coach and working with with, with, with with athletes is that, like, dude, like, toughness and athleticism can be taught, especially toughness. Like, you could take a person and it's, it's a different road to everybody. You know, someone that might not be as tough, you kind of have to, like, lead them along the way a little bit and, and give them little fucking highlights and little like like reminders and some pep talks and shit like that. But toughness can be taught. And I hate it when people say things like that. Like, oh no, bro, he's just tough. I was like, no, motherfucker, you can be tough too. You just have to yeah. learn to do it. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of like psychology stuff and like that. And, and you can definitely like coerce it or, you know, or like nurture it in, in any athlete, I think. But some – some guys are tougher than other guys, and, and that's true also. But I don't think that that you can't learn it. So, I mean, fuck. I was pretty tough. And then, you know, sometimes I, I'd get done with practice, and I'd go fucking back to my house, and I'd go, fuck that shit. I don't need this shit. Throw my geese in the garbage can and go, fuck that. I'm just going to go back to being lead singer and fucking party a lot, you know? <laughs> and, and then I go, I go, fuck, I'm not a quitter. Fuck, fucking bad. And go out there, get my shit, get my shit out of the garbage can, or can go back to practice, you know. But, but yeah, it definitely like, like you get a lot of, you know, a lot of it is true. You, you, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know what I'm saying, and and so like a lot of stuff. <clears throat> if you got really cool parents and really really fucking you know, athletic parents or like, you know, or whatever, they were like sports minded, or or they were higher level athletes themselves. That definitely, I think, seeps into the kids for sure. You know yeah, what I'm you, saying? You just but I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, you used to doing like your best because you were tortured as a small child. <laughs> you you want to talk about this, Kurt, man? You, I'm a guy, I got a shoulder for you to cry. Big old Ooh. tough guy. You're going to break some tears for us today, man. We're going to have a breakthrough on the show. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like a lot, a lot of stuff that, that you're – your dad does to you, you know, it, it makes sense afterwards. Yeah, 100 fucking percent, dude. Everybody hates their fucking dad until you're your dad's age. And you go, oh, man, he wasn't a dick. He just didn't want to be a, wanted me to be a fuck up, man. Yeah, he was just trying to, you know, trying to make me fucking a little bit tougher instead of fucking. Right. Like, I remember the, the day my dad was like, okay, come on, you're not going, you're not staying here with your mom. And I was like six or something like that. And I'm like, no, I'm staying here. And he's like, no, you're going to soccer practice for the rest of your life now. <laughs> you know? And I'd be out there in the soccer field playing with adults. And, and all their kicks were like, you know, balls flying at head high for a six-year-old. So I'd fucking take a lot in the fucking head, you know? And then I'd be like, you know, but then afterwards, like when I got to like playing on a traveling team, I was fucking epic, you know? Yeah. And so it paid off, you know, the, the cruelty. He's just he's just like my son is going to be USA hockey. <laughs> yeah. He, my, my son is gonna be USA soccer. Sorry. So I, was I, my own, I was bringing my own background into that for a second there. My bad. <laughs> no, any 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 sport applies, but like I used to be like the little kid and then finally got tough enough to hang out with them, you know, and then and then they don't they go, Well, who's that fucking little kid over there? He's like, that's my son. And they're like, So cool, like, come here. And I'd run over and I'd have no matter what uniform I had on, I always had red socks, and they would always be down to my fucking ankles. And and then and then and then, and then I'd go, "What, Dad?" And then the guy's like, "Hi, how you doing?" And I'm all, "Hey." And he's all, "Kurt, tell him why you wear red socks." And he goes, "Why, Kurt?" And I go, "So you can't see the blood." And then I'd, <laughs> I'd run off, and so I got raised like being an aggro little fucker already, you know. So I was very, very, very crazy about every sport that i ever played so what was your father i mean do, do you and your father have have similar 
like approaches to coaching and you're both kind of rough around the edges? Or is that something you've kind of acquired yourself? No, no, no. He, he does. He swears on the side, on the, on the sidelines and he calls them fucking names and shit like that. So I think that carried over. Probably got a little bit of that from my dad too. That's cool, Jesus. man. That's cool. Dad. How, how does your dad feel about jujitsu? Oh, uh, he, 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 uh, he, he uh, finally came to like one of my when I when I started doing MMA, he he had he had a girlfriend and everything, and I got him tickets and I go come come to the come to the fight, Dad. And he's like, holy shit, Kurt, I can't believe you're doing this, you know. And I got done and I, I went, you know, and then afterwards you fucking go out there and say hi to everybody, and he was like, Kurt, you're fucking crazy, you know. He still got his German accent and everything, and so it was pretty dope. He'd go to the fights and stuff like that. My mom went one time and she like held her hands over her eyes for like the whole fight. <laughs> when when were you doing MMA? That was like what eleven years ago. Oh, so you you started. I mean, MMA was already kind of uh, yeah. yeah you said was, you didn't start striking until uh until you were until, until yeah. you got your black belt. My first fight, I was forty five. Damn, dude. Fuck, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. man. How many fights did you have? I did. I went. I went four and one. Fuck, dude, that's Jesus pretty impressive, Christ. man. That's crazy, fight, dude. I got the fight on a pay per view on Strike for Strike Force and shit like that. Oh no, that's dope, man. That's pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah. Dude, I I fucking I never fought MMA, but I boxed for a long time when I was a kid, and I started having some fucking concussion problems, so I never got into MMA, man. I can't tell you how much it still haunts me. So I don't like the fact that she's talking forty three. I don't like that she's telling me you had your first fight at forty five because now I'm pissed off again. Well, fuck now you, man. Kevin's I can like, do it too, man. Kevin's <laughs> like, I'll, I'll see him at an indie show, and he'll just be like knee barring all these. He'll be yeah, on the, the I, amateur show. <laughs> I, I, the I, game, to, I don't the, box at all, man. I had too many. The game is so there. is so evolved now. Oh yeah, dude. So crazy! Those guys are fucking point fighting. You know they 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 got a strategy, and they're like fucking. I'm gonna punch this guy like this many times and circle away from him and kick him, and then you know get a takedown. I'm gonna win the round. You know they they don't. This, like I didn't get taught that. Like Hal says, pretend they have your family and you have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. So I go okay. So I just I go out there and I try to kill him, and he's like, yes. I'm all right. <laughs> all right, dude. Good, good talk, coach. <laughs> That's looking great, man. Corner it makes it a lot easier. It's like, and, fuck, uh, the, the, your purpose is very set now. It's like, fuck, kill the other guy. <laughs> the referee will stop you. And he goes, don't worry. The referee will stop you before you do it. I'm all okay. <laughs> I'm just like now. I'm thinking like I'm I'm at end of round one. I in my first MMA fight. I'm fighting under Hal. He just comes over. Kevin, they have your family. I look over. No, my family's right over there. No, that's not them. <laughs> they're, they're that's cool, not man. them. Right there, that's dude. not them. They're not there. They're that's fake. They're fake. He's he's got them in a basement somewhere. It's a focal point. It's a focal point. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Uh, Kurt, so, your dad. They they, they they trapped him in a soccer ball somewhere. He's right there with his girlfriend. Man, <laughs> like they have your family, they have your dog. You gotta kill this guy. And I'm like, all right, that's fucking great, man. That's oh fucking great. God. That was just some guy. One of my favorite Kurt Osiander uh, quips. <laughs> one of the things that always gonna stuck with me was when you, you hold on to this grip. Like you're hanging off the cliff, and if you let go of it, you're gonna fucking die. You're holding your family up on a cliff, and if you let go of it, they're gonna die. <laughs> that's fucking. You got a couple good ones. I'm sorry. I'm so, apart. I'm usually more professional, but no, I'm just good, that's so fucking funny. We, we've got Kurt Osander on, man. So, so you, you did a lot of you did a lot of music. You did a lot of musical stuff, and you've got you've got a lot of big musical background. And you know, I play guitar. I'm not. A, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a musician. But Jesus, I, I, I had no idea. I, mean, I would. Whatever. I would call myself a musician either, but I, I'm a music lover, and I. I'm, I like I say, you can fucking chop away at something and get good at it eventually. So that's and that's that's the point I'm trying to make. Like when I, when I think about being a musician and I think about jujitsu, I think that a lot of times there are very similar learning approaches. Because like when I started learning how to play guitar, man, like you fucking you look at this thing and like it just looks like a random piece of wood with some iron stripped across it. Like you have no idea how to make a sound out of this, but you keep chipping away and you learn a couple chords and learn a couple scales and your fingers hurt and you sound like an idiot. And then one day you sit down and you're like, Oh wow. I kind of get it now. I kind of understand how to make yeah. this thing work. And the same thing kind of holds through 
jujitsu. Like you're going to suck for a long time and you're not, you're, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then eventually you're going to be like, Oh wow. I kind of get it now. It all makes sense, man. Yep. And then finally you like get like three, four fucking songs down. And you fucking start to woo the girls. Yeah, man. That's, that's what fuck yeah, dude. I got my three. I got about two or three. I get, I can play a simple man, like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> there you go. It's exactly. got, got, You're got, my got, wonder Oh God. <laughs> now I'm exactly. getting that guy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing I had to learn. He's like, no, Kurt, don't play drums. I'm all why. And, Jake's like, no, no, play guitar, acoustic guitar. And I'm like, fuck you. I want to play fucking drums, man. So why, why not play acoustic guitar? Because people like that. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to play drums. I'm, I like an animal. I like, you know, like in the Muppets and shit like that. Yeah. And he's like, why do you have to pick always the loud and obnoxious things? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> because it's my character, man. So, and I got a bunch of fucking electric guitars and I just fucking make all kinds of crazy sounds here and fucking my neighbors live in fear but you know <laughs> that's the, that's the best that's the best part about playing fucking electric guitars man your neighbors they're like they're gonna dig it or they're not but either way you're gonna yeah. get that shit but luckily <laughs> they, they, a lot of people around here are playing instruments too you know and i don't fucking go harsh them because they don't like metal what's <laughs> what like do you have a favorite metal band right now or is it dude you know i i really liked like I really like like all the old school metal guys like Slayer and even though they're they're done supposedly, but like Slayer, I like Metallica, I like old Metallica, I like Anthrax, I like fucking Lamb of God, I like I got a bunch of other new bands like that are like like uh who else? Watch them die. And then I haven't even heard Lamb of God's new album, but I hear it fucking kills. So how 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 did you not say Motorhead? I'm actually kind of like disappointed. Motorhead's cool, but they were they were fucking they were really cool, man. I saw them a few times. Oh really? Yeah, in San Francisco at the Warfield. Oh hell yeah! I I just recently started getting into metal. Like I mean, I grew up in Tampa, so metal. I mean, when I talk about metal, like I I think about Metallica, I think about fucking Anthrax, I think about fucking Megadeth, because that's that was my wheelhouse when I was fucking a teenager, shit like that. But I never really got into like metal metal. I was always like a punk kid. I listened to a lot of Black Flag and Dead Kennedys. Fuck yeah. Fucking Black Flag shit. (laughs) I have recently gotten into metal and it's funny that now I listen to metal. Like I don't, I can't listen to anything else because like all other music is just like, what the fuck am I wasting my time for? <laughs> it's weird how it happens like that. We have like a rotation at at the academy, so like you know, this class, my class, metal. Jake likes fucking Hawaiian love music, and then yeah, hip hop. <laughs> so there's it's quite an eclectic like, tie, lots of different music and everything. They're like, is this your me- is this your music, Kurt? I'm like, fuck no. You know? I mean, I'm the, I'm the one guy. I'm the only guy I know that likes Striper. Like they're like a super oh, Christian, that was, Christian that was from, that's metal from the band. Old days. That's from the old yeah, days. Yeah, man. man. I yeah. Remember, I remember Soldiers all, under command, dude. They all they they all dress like bumblebees. The bumblebees. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> they fucking their guitars were black and black and yellow stripes. stripes. Yeah. Yellow and black attack. Yeah. Damn. That's what I'm gonna be listening to later. Do you? Do you think about a lot of modern music now and kind of just like shake your head and, and be like, I mean, or can you kind of appreciate it still? I mean, it has to be really good, but right. I really don't hear that much um, on the radio that warrants being like really good. Like I like Mars Volta and stuff like that. And um, what, 30 seconds to Mars or something like that. Some of those guys are good and they're creative and stuff like that. But Really, there's no fucking good new metal or no good rock and roll. Like, like I listen to Jet because they're fucking like pretty dope fucking like rock and roll. They're Australian too, and yeah. and then um, but yeah, you know, there's not really that much good stuff out there, man. You know, I, I, I will say, those guys, I will say that I'm a big fan. Like, there's this band Power Wolf that they're sort of like European, like Norse metal, like sort of like all about Odin and shit. And yeah, uh, you know, brothers metal. of Met- brothers of metal. Yeah, like they're, they're like, there's some the guys out there doing pretty. Sabaton is still pretty good, I think. You know, I'm not super on the 
Foot mon, like, a mon, a mon, or whatever the hell you fucking said. Yeah. Mon, but well, here's the thing, Kurt. When are we getting the Kurt Oziander like debut album? Like, when are we gonna Uh-oh. see? Like, when are get, we getting that? <laughs> we'll see. I like last year, right? I was doing pretty good, and then I kind of fucked myself up. But I was like trying to 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 get good enough and and get lessons and everything to to join another metal band and be the drummer this time. Oh damn. Well, uh, I would really like yeah. to do that again. I'd like to do like I, I just, I'm just trying to be build a fucking band room over here too and coax some other fucking guys come over and fucking jam and shit like that. That's about it. Well, Kev, but yeah, I would really like to play live again and stuff like that. I mean, that was that part of my life was pretty fun, and I would still like to go back and do it in a different like with on drums instead. <laughs> That's badass, dude. All right. Well, well you know, f- if if Kev, if you're done, I yeah, think, I'm, I think I'm good, man. I got nothing left, dude. I just I just want to fucking take a moment and say, like, I can't tell you like how cool <laughs> this was for me, dude. Like, we got we get a lot of big dudes who come on here, man, and I'm always like, you know, I'm excited to talk to him, respectful of them, but like, I was legitimately like starstruck to be able to fucking sit down and talk oh, to you. I'm That's how hurt. fucking cool you are, man. It was fucking no. awesome, dude. <laughs> right on, this, guys. Yeah, I can't remember being this excited about some shit. You're fucking awesome, man. Thanks, thanks for yeah. doing what you do, my man. No problem, man. I'll keep doing it. Yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Take care All of that right, back, well, dude, man. Heal up. Yeah, no, sit down. We we need Kurt Oziander. Yeah, we need you around for a while. Longer, well, that's what I'm trying to do. I wanna I wanna fucking try to make a comeback again. Hell yeah. Oh shit, Kev. Masters division is gonna be tight. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm masters. I'm master seven. <laughs> It's in like Roman numerals and shit. You got like the LC. <laughs> I, like, I, I like how they took away the seniors. You know, yeah. the senior and stuff is like, no, that, that that's not nice. Everybody's a master. Yes, yeah, it goes to like director. You're on some weird shit like executive producer or something like that. Now. Yeah, executive. Oh god. The whole th- it's weird because the first time I heard about like the masters like division, I just thought, oh man, so it's like golf. It's like you get a green jacket at the end Dude, of it. Master, master, master one, like masters, like master one is no fucking joke. Those motherfuckers master, are good, man. No, there's no fucking, there's nothing. And then, you know, now everybody's fucking like the guys from like back in the 90s, 96 or something like that. You know, they're all masters six and seven, you know, but master one and master two, that's no fucking joke, bro. Dude, I won. I wanted. Uh, I won the Masters, Masters two in brown, but I won it in the gi and I won it in no gi. And like, it's it was cool. But and there's a huge difference when you go from that Masters for the brown belt into a black belt because some of them black belts have been black belts for fucking you know twenty five yeah. fucking years, man. You know what I mean? And like, are been training for twenty five years. And like, the gi game when these guys like these old Brazilians that have been training forever, like they understand so many little nuances about grip to control. When you've only got a five-minute match, man, it's hard to win that shit. But those guys- no, they, 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 they have the whole thing choreographed already in their mind and everything, right. too. I mean, I, I learned a lot of stuff coming up, and then <laughs> they're like, stop chasing after the person trying to kill them. And I'd be like, what should I do? And they're like, no, this is like my friends that moved over here and that, that like lived at the academy and then and stuff like that. They're like, no, first 30 seconds, I just run around and, and kind of move around and and then if i get a grip i, I either try to throw and then I, and in the second minute i'm gonna do this and stuff like that and i'm like fuck these guys are fucking thinking way deeply about what they're doing <laughs> and then and then like at this moment i close my guard and i look at the clock and then i wait and then i sweep them and then i stop moving and i go motherfucker <laughs> All, all I can think about is like a little picture inside of your main, your brain of like how screaming, go after them like they killed your parents and got your no. family locked in a cage no, and we, you let them out. That's what we taught. That's how we got taught. You know, it was like, no, you go after that guy until you can't fucking take it anymore and you fucking tap him out. And I still try to tell my guys that. And they're like, no, Kurt, just relax. And I'm like, just like, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? So like, you can't always just kill the person. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a, there's a, if you talk to like the younger guys and stuff like that, they, they definitely got their fucking shit. They, they know about the opponent. They know what his fucking, his forte is. They know how to avoid it. They're already, they're thinking way deeper than, than like pointing in other guy, you know? Yeah, they, 
the game has evolved. Jiu-jitsu has evolved and like to 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 new levels. For better or for worse, it's definitely it's definitely a different different game now. Same jujitsu, just more, more Yeah. All right. Dang. All right. Well, this has been easily not even close. The bluest, most non-PC episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I'm horrified to think about the kind of editing I'm going to have to do on this, but it is all worth it because we got to sit down with a true legend, a true stud. Kurt, thank you so much for giving us the time. Is there anything you would like to plug here at the end? I just want to thank uh, my students and Empire Jiu-Jitsu and Jake and Show Your Roll, Bear Fucking Rocks, and Bowerfiend Knee Pads and Barbary Coast Dispensary in San Francisco. Dope, man. All right. Well, you can check out uh, more about Kurt and Empire. We'll be including some links down below. But in the meantime, this has been another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I've been your host, Kevin Bradley, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Gallagher, and guest, Kurt Oziander. Kurt, thank you once again for being here. Stay safe, everybody, especially now. You know, if you're if you're in, like, at-risk areas, be, be sure to look after one another. And, uh, you know, be strong. Just keep staying strong. Have a good one. See you guys. Um, see ya.